Hello and welcome to another episode of Galactic Goddess Podcast. I'm your host, Rod Anelia, and today we're going to address the issue of when you don't feel supported by the universe. I happen to work with a lot of artist types and creatives and um, just in general, sometimes people don't feel supported by the universe. Sometimes it's not always feeling like moonbeams, rainbows, and unicorns. So how to work through it. And today I have a very special guest, Sarah Cadley, and she is a light worker. She's an author. She is a spoken word artist, an incredible woman filled with wisdom, and she's on our show today. So stay tuned and sit back and relax and enjoy the show. Welcome to the show, Sarah. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm so excited. I know. I'm so excited to have you on. I've known you for, uh, let's see, how many years have I known you? A couple of years and of wisdom. I just love everything that you oh. share. So to have you on is such an honor. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. And today we're going to talk about not feeling supported by the universe. It's something that has felt at least once if not many times <laughs> right you know like there's there's all those things like the universe has your back well what if what if you feel like the universe doesn't have your back in the if your bubble bursts and you feel like you're dealing with things in a way that doesn't look or feel um aligned so you know i'd love to talk to you about that and um yeah what would you like to share well, I mean, just some of my musings that I have learned along my journey about going through that, because there are times where I feel strongly, you know, supported, divinely guided, and then mm-hmm. moments, times, you know, maybe months or years where I don't know what the hell is going on. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so um, what I think is the most important thing to say about this topic is actually that if we don't feel supported by the universe and we know by now, I, I don't know if, I don't, I don't think my mom would agree with me, but I think that, <laughs> I think you would agree with me that we are the universe. Mm-hmm. All of us, mm-hmm. we are the universe. So if we don't feel supported by the universe and we are the universe, well then what, steps can we take in order to support ourselves in the way that we would like this external universe to support us and if we aren't taking those steps I think that's the first place where we can start Mm -hmm. gaining trust and support in the universe and if we are taking those steps then already and we still don't feel supported by the universe then I think that it would really I guess Um, building the strong foundation internally to know that we don't have invisible chains on as far as what, like, I'm doing this right. I'm doing this right. Mm -hmm. Why aren't getting this done? Like uh, sometimes that can be 
in of in and of itself an invisible prison of reward mm. punishment and things mm-hmm. and you know to have more fun tenacity and audaciousness with the fact that you know if we're the creator and we're creating that since we are the universe then to be more creative with our our power in order to get these you know confines off of what we should be doing what we shouldn't be doing what we should be rewarded with mm-hmm. or what should come by now so I think mm. reconciling this, um, I think the most important thing is reconciling the fact that by now, you know, at least your viewers and audience will know that we know we are the universe. And then how do we reconcile that with the external force of the universe? So really just healing whatever, whatever we feel the universe isn't supporting us in um, within ourselves. Mm. Well, wow, that is it's deep and it's and it's and it's so true. I mean, I, I I relate to everything you're saying and I and it's so true. Sometimes we need to give ourselves the support. Like, you know, we are we are so trained to be on the um under the construct of you are good, therefore you get good. You are bad, therefore you get bad. Um and sometimes life and things are not as linear as just good and bad and like if you're good you will get rewarded if you are bad you will get punished it's like you know like <laughs> exactly. it's a little more it's a little more complex than that I mean it's a little more it's everything we are everything and and that makes so much sense I think this is such a great important subject because sometimes we're not always feeling like hey the universe has my back right now <laughs> like so how and it's important to have this real real kind of talk because we we live in a you know in a spiritual world that promotes really high level positivity but sometimes you feel like shit you know what I mean like let's just be honest like you're not always gonna feel super high vibe and how can we cope with the expectations that are sometimes not met yes and how can we move through kind of like what exactly what you said like expectations not met and how how can we reconcile like because there's still very much this like chasm between you know divinity and earth as much as I would like to not think that that's been healed already like um so sometimes when we're moving through our own personal challenges we still have this chasm within ourselves between like um I'm not seeing what I want based off of my beliefs and my results. And so even healing like or adjusting our views of what we have expectations wise versus the reality in front of us. Because sometimes, I mean, I'll just say from my own example, sometimes I don't have reality right in the first place. Mm-hmm. So when I'm, I'm telling the universe or when I'm, when I'm, you know, vibrating to the universe what I want. Um, sometimes I'm being shown, you know, how to redirect myself so Mm. that I can help reality help me. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I kind of like that. Like a, like a biofeedback system or something. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. Like a biofeedback system. Exactly. And I don't know if I'm getting too vague here, so I'll just be more specific so that. Yes people can take away something from what I'm saying. So if I want something, but then I don't take any actual practical steps towards getting it and that which I desire career wise, relationship wise, financially, 
And then I get mad that I don't feel supported by the universe for not bringing me said magical, beautiful job or Mm -hmm. career or passion. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's more than just taking some steps. Sometimes, sometimes lessons aren't appreciated as much as whatever we want, but from my personal life, I wanted to be an actor, for example, years and years ago. Mm-hmm. And what my journey unfolded and revealed to me was that acting was the closest thing that I thought that I wanted that because that was the closest box that I was able to channel my passion into. But what I mm-hmm. really, what really um, I got a lot of joy from actually was something that I didn't even know existed yet. And that was like, hey, you know, like that dirty little secret of yours, how you write poetry all your life. Hey, (laughs) that can actually be your passion. And you don't have to put that away because acting's the closest thing. (laughs) Like if that brings you joy. So, you know, a lot of times I would get mad because the universe wasn't bringing me, even though I was putting myself out there still and putting, you know, what I thought was my passion at the time like mm-hmm. the opportunities for me to act and in reality and it's all a part of the journey so it's not like that was mm-hmm. wrong but in reality I wasn't getting things and that wasn't bad now that I see from years later's perspective so mm-hmm. at the time it felt like being punished in reality I had more unfolding to do and I'll still have more and more and more unfolding to do mm-hmm. But so, I mean, being okay with the fact that things don't go exactly the way that we had it planned, because we're still growing. The universe is still yeah. growing. There's still more. <laughs> I I love that there's still more. Wouldn't it be boring if it, that was like, well, that was it. And, and I so relate to that. You know, like, I think we, we, we go into life, like, sometimes we just think, well, these are the boxes, and I have to check one of them, right? But sometimes our, like what's unfolding is, is a little more rich, more interesting, um, like the gifts, you know, that you have. And you are an incredible poetress. I mean, wow. <laughs> I, I mean, I would be so honored if you would read something, you know, today. I don't know, you know, if you have anything to read, but that would be incredible. But you, you have this passion and like I've seen her perform and um, just this passion and the and this it's like no one could do that like like you do you know like you have that gift and oh, and has you yeah but had you just focused on something totally different you would have never nurtured and developed this special gift that only you do in the way that you do and i think that's where sometimes it feels like the universe is not curving to our expectations but we are actually being asked to like develop and grow into parts of ourselves that are just waiting for us to water, you know? So you develop this incredible gift of poetry and, and um, tell us about how that, how that happened and how maybe not, not getting what you expected helped you. Absolutely. Um, so I, I've like always written poetry ever since mm-hmm. I was, you know, really young Um, And it was a form for me. I didn't know. I wasn't going at the time like I'm going to write poetry. I didn't know that it was poetry. I was just write down things that, you know, 
they weren't it wasn't a journal logged entry so Mm -hmm. (laughs) it was my way of therapy because um and you don't have to be gay to you know have an excuse to need therapy and write but for me it was my way of being able to channel what I um channel what I wanted to talk to therapists about (laughs) oh my gosh and talk about being more cost effective (laughs) (laughs) I mean hey you got a poetry book and you saved about a couple thousand dollars sounds good to me (laughs) right so I grew up like just having this as I guess because I equated it with Mm -hmm. gayness um I equated it uh, mistakenly with being a dirty little secret. And so then when <laughs> smartphones came out, it was way easier to write on a smartphone, especially since I'm left-handed, than my journals. So I just had notes and notes and notes of these things all simultaneously going along with me going outside at night, looking at the moon and going, what the hell mm-hmm. am I going to do with my life? Like, what am I going to do? And then, mm-hmm. like, and so it, it wasn't until actually, to be completely honest, like, I took shrooms this one time a couple years ago and mm-hmm. it something happened. It rewired me where I finally bridged the two and I made the connection that it's okay to have people know you do poetry and you can do oh. that because it makes you happy. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love, love, love that. I mean, you know, I and I kind of, and I really like that you just opened up and said that you know prior you had felt like it was a dirty secret because because as an artist, I think a lot of the most talented artists are very shy to share their work. You know what I mean? Yep. And you know, gosh, I know so many talented artists, and they're they're the most humble <laughs> humble people, but they're so talented, and I. I would love to for you to speak to those people right now who are shyer and maybe, you know, what what kind of advice would you give them from someone who's cultivated such a powerful presence um, and from being in a place of just, you know, being like timid or, or, or shy about it or feeling like it was just something private? How do you take your art from being private to going public, you know, when you're really shy and sensitive? Yeah. And how you like, that's so because artists are so, you know, you can be bold and extrovert and be an artist. But yeah, you have that like, almost like more yin ish quality of like, Mm -hmm. you have this sort of like visible, not visible thing going on. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. And that's really like owning the the ability to own your creations because mm-hmm. it is so vulnerable to create and that's really like um becoming visible like mm-hmm. that's the hardest thing that I had to work through was kind of feeling naked putting my stuff out there but then once I got more and more comfortable you know and it's 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 a process but once I became more and more comfortable with people seeing my work and it being okay if they didn't like it but being really mm-hmm. proud or excited of putting something out. So being okay with being seen and then going mm-hmm. a step further and then, you know, building on that and maybe even being seen and be okay being seen and having someone not like it. Mm-hmm. Being seen that's, that's important. And liking it and then saying something about it, like, like whatever, but like the freedom that comes with being mm-hmm. able to own your work because it's so vulnerable to create. And that's where some of the visible, invisible things come in. 
you know, like we're all here to create in one way or another, but when it comes to art, sometimes it's so personal and it's so kind of like, like nakedy because it's like oh now you see me <laughs> yes yeah and and I know like it, it is such a vulnerable thing especially I mean if you're and the interesting thing is like if you're acting for someone else and you're doing their work and their the way they want it um it's still vulnerable but I think doing your own work writing your own stuff performing you it's just you raw that's even more vulnerable, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. And that was something yeah. that, you know, like, was some parts were easy and then some parts were hard for, like, being, like, I'm okay with being me 100% mm-hmm. of the time. And I'm pretty intense. So I'm okay with the intensity of me. And mm-hmm. but then sometimes I had to work through, like, the softer aspects of me being seen. Or, you know, more mm. like romantic, you know, like, so yeah, ah. I, I felt like I, it, I'm, we're all so multifaceted that some yeah. of the facets of me, I guess, since I felt vulnerable exploring, then I felt mm-hmm. vulnerable putting out there. And then some wow. other things, you know, because it's so easy to, for me personally, I think it's really easy to see what can go what can be successful mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then and then if that's not congruent or in alignment with like and sometimes it is in alignment with you know mm-hmm. my own creative process and then sometimes mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. so I think also just being happy and doing whatever you're doing because the mm-hmm. happiness of it is you the it's you yes. creating it's not you going oh what should people think of me or what should yeah what and then and then be, becoming this like copy of a copy of what you think even yes so it's like really being able to tune into whatever you want to create Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. finding that voice because there's so many different freaking voices in our head (laughs) you know what but isn't that awesome like I think of I think of humans and I think of myself and all of us as being diamonds like we have different facets that shine yes and that's a thing I don't I don't like about I don't know our society or even like the spiritual realm where they're like you just have to be this one shiny happy side and it's like no being being spiritual or being an artist or being a human or being alive means experiencing everything it means feeling it means being alive and um therefore we have so much to pull from but I I wanted to reiterate what you said about uh you know like every every person or every artist has one like a more of a strong suit maybe they feel more comfortable being like um you know like mellow or or maybe really strong and powerful on stage you know um and and like we're it's important to practice and flex our muscles to to be more vulnerable um, as well, as well, in addition to every to our strength, because I think, you know, we create art for us. At the end of the day, just what you said, because it makes you happy, soul comes alive, because we are here to create and express. And 
And what would you tell people who are afraid to get vulnerable to show maybe different facets of their, of themselves, of their art, of their vulnerability? What could you, what could you share with them to help them along? Um, I can share something that helped me along exactly Mm -hmm. in the, what you just asked, because what you just asked is ex- this is exactly what helped me along. And I forget who said it, Martha Graham, I could completely have made that up. But they said that um, this beautiful quote, I think I've even shared it twice. Um, something to the effect of how you are the only version of you in all of eternity. And if you do not be the truest version of you right now there will never be another exactly energetically speaking type of echo of eternity that it echoed exactly like you and it will be lost for all of time oh oh my gosh that's that's deep that makes me want to yeah share everything right (laughs) I mean and not and it's like yeah not just like the you don't want to just share like one part and I know that we are we're we're sort of like pushed in a at least I felt that way in you know as an artist and especially you know I've done acting too and like to be pushed as this one one aspect of of the self and it just it's like no there's so much like like I wanna, I wanna share, yeah, like like deep poetry or or um, paintings, or whatever, whatever, whatever. Right. You know, we are here to share, and I and I I want to be the fullest expression of this ver of this rada, because this is the only one that exists in all of eternity, and and that's just so beautiful what you just said, and and I think that's empowering. So so you know, to my listeners, to our listeners, you know, you guys, there's only one version of you that is you ever. the way that you are <laughs> ever yeah you're so spectacular you're like a, a spark you know this this unique spark so spark your light the brightest that you can the way that you want right you have your signature we're all dancing in the sky let your signature be known let it be the way you want so that when your spark goes out which never really truly goes out, you, you will feel good about your, you know, your existence, your time here, right? Yes. And you will be after that, the only in all of eternity's certain dance that dance that way and talk that way and be that way. Oh. So that's what I like to think of when I'm making my work, because I could, mm-hmm. I have so many different, places I pulled inspiration from but to know that what what's my voice and you know that's a multitude in and of itself but whatever facet I pull from that's my voice that gives me more pleasure than getting all head fucked by thinking about what you know what's cool or what's not what's big what yeah um yeah being really true to my spark and you know like back to what we were saying about not feeling supported by the universe a part of me being my personal spark and then feeling like will my spark be supported by the universe <laughs> mm-hmm. is kind of mm-hmm. me going are you okay with being visible 
and being creating and cre- creating mm-hmm. it's like my question to the universe is kind of like my internal what's going on about being okay putting myself out there being okay with um the content I create and so forth those mm-hmm. those mirror each other and you know I've had a lot of expectations um like at every point of my life I think that you know having mm-hmm. some expectations is pretty healthy I don't think it's horrible until you know go in excess but I think everyone can relate to having expectations but mm-hmm. I'm I'm only referring to when I've had these like giant over the top like giant bubbles and and how do how did I cope with them being bursted and so mm-hmm. for me personally when I go through giant, you know, expectations, whether it's career, financially, or just whatever mm-hmm. in life, I have learned that by getting over the illusion of this the quickest way possible, <laughs> like the, like getting over this perfection, this oh, ideal scenario, yeah. oh, these no. ooh, synchronicities locked into place, or this I, mm-hmm. until I'm in full alignment, like I've learned to what's the quickest way over this idealism that sunk into you know my dogma (laughs) and the quickest way between Mm -hmm. that and that is however much I've healed my personal relationship with not being not feeling supported by the universe does that make sense you know it really makes it makes so much sense and I think everyone can relate to that you know we're not we don't always feel magical and we don't always feel supported and we oh and we always want that support you know we want that support um and and i think that i think it comes back to like what you said earlier when you don't feel like you're getting it like on the outside like quite literally like as if the universe doesn't have its magical hand on your back and like <laughs> go ahead and like go ahead and prop yourself up yeah like what action <laughs> steps could you take you know yeah. actions always lead you know they always lead to something good so when we feel stuck when we feel like oh nothing's moving like get that booty up or do something or create or stand up stretch move um what are some of your action steps maybe that other people could could follow oh my god i just thought of it we're the universe with feet <laughs> we're the universe <laughs> with legs so, it's like, so go go walk go do stuff mm-hmm. um uh what was the question yeah so like what do you do like we all have our little quirky things we do you know some people go hit it hard at the gym others go and get out a paintbrush and just paint Others go outside and just scream, you know, like, what is your, yeah. what is, what is your go-to when you need to move the energy? When that feeling of like, oh, it feels freaking stuck and the universe doesn't feel like it's moving for me. I'm going to have to move myself. What do you do? Um, I go back to the reason why, whatever I want to do. Like, so <laughs> like passion I'm an extremely intense and passionate person. So I go back to why I was so passionate about something because um, I've learned to not make this future date sometime in the future when I'm going to enjoy my life. So now Mm -hmm. I go back to what the joy in the moment brings me that even makes me Mm -hmm. so motivated and pursue things because um, I do get a lot of joy from writing and from talking in the mirror, and from performing, 
mm-hmm. <laughs> from mm-hmm. camping and from connection. And so not being so destinated, destination driven to where mm-hmm. I don't go to the beach at night and watch the sunset and enjoy the waves. Like I love going oh, to night beach. Yeah. So, yeah. And yeah. I love listening that's to so Lana Del Rey. <laughs> like, like uh, in- me too. enjoying where I'm at, enjoying everything as it is, because I, as much as I want things in the future, I, mm-hmm. I very much love who I am right now and I love who mm-hmm. I'm becoming and I love you know life like so I guess just going back to life <laughs> oh what, what what else is there I mean truly and I think gosh you know that's that's a mindset that we have so installed in us um, for a program running like I thought that way for a long time like there has to be a outcome it has to be an outcome. If I'm going to work on a project, there needs to be an outcome. If I'm, you know, um, if I'm going to invest time and energy into something, it has to be an outcome, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but then like the universe showed me in a really, in a really, <laughs> I was going to say like little tap, little spank <laughs> way that um, like, Hey girl, you better do things that you really believe in for you. Like, because I have, I have done, been part of really great big projects but they were not aligned to my soul okay they weren't aligned to my being the the people working on them they were yes they were great opportunities yes but in the end it was like not not a fit so like I didn't get the result I wanted in some way you know um like I you know I didn't like just certain things happen that the universe told me straight up do not do things that you are not in soul alignment with or and you won't even get near the results that you want in fact it'll backfire on you because i when i was result driven i would take jobs and I'd be like yeah i want to do that because i know what the result is going to be um this film's going to go to sundance blah, blah blah right it's all about the result but then and i worked really really hard but then i didn't like the result not 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 because I didn't like the film, but I didn't like the interactions with the people because I didn't it wasn't soul aligned. It has to be soul aligned for me now. I have to feel what I'm doing in my heart and soul. Like, is this is this feel good to me? Is this feel good inside my being? And do I like the people I'm around? You know, I don't do things anymore just because like there's like a certain status to it or you know whatever yeah it has to be it's just based on my soul expression and that is the that is the outcome happiness or or loving what I'm doing that's really important and I I can't I mean I love that you're saying this because as an artist we you know I think a lot of times artists pick things maybe sometimes that they're not soul aligned with and then they're not happy like they may have gotten quote unquote what they wanted, but it, in the end, it wasn't really what they wanted. So, so how can people get more soul aligned to the work that they're doing? Like, you know, how do you choose what projects to focus on? Right? Yeah, that's where we have to get really good at feeling. Because even feeling mm-hmm. has these like, layers on top of it, of it's like, am, am I really feeling that? Because, you know, like, there's times when in the past where I I could be feeling at the time that something feels good. And then in retrospect, you know, that didn't feel good, 
but I mean, a good example is alcohol. I mean, uh, just a quick, just a quick tangent. It won't be too long. Mm-hmm. But alcohol that never really felt good to me, even though I was doing it. But then once I got better at feeling it and became more aware, I guess you could say, then I was like, you know what? I don't want to drink anymore because that doesn't make me feel good. But mm-hmm. maybe it did. Maybe when I wasn't as attuned to feeling maybe mm-hmm. maybe that was you know it wasn't that oh it never felt good I can't objectively mm-hmm. say that I was a different Sarah at the time so mm-hmm. that other version of Sarah I'd have to say that her experience of alcohol was obviously she was drinking it because she wasn't feeling that it made her feel bad so she was feeling something that she thought was the feeling of good from it so the way that I relate mm-hmm. it to how we work is that how the deeper we get into feeling is how Mm -hmm. we're able to know whether because something could totally feel good right now and then that might not be the case when you actually go you know what I might have been resonating with that and feeling that that was good because totally like this this runaway train in my head because of all these um because of all these things that I thought that that was going to lead to but actually I don't like those people or actually I don't like that's not where my passion or my interest that's not the direction of it so the more I enjoyed simplicity the more I realized it's easier to feel (laughs) because Mm. things aren't as complex that's almost like the mind and there's nothing against the mind that's why I write poetry it comes from the mind but (laughs) but sometimes we're attracted to certain things and they feel good because of the drama or the complexity and like behind them (laughs) so really just getting Mm. into like does that actually feel good is that actually in alignment with it and what does feeling good mean and I can't tell someone what that means but for me that's that's how I so I started learning what the new oh this feels good to me feels like rather than what I thought felt good in the past that makes so much sense. I I can totally relate. I used to love drinking, like, really hard alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> At one point, you know, I was like, yeah. Um, and then, like, I think I had, like, a drink maybe a week ago. I, I was just like, yeah, I'll still try a drink. And I was like, um, I don't even feel, I don't even feel anything. Like, the, the feelings I used to have are, like, like kind of like, whoo, <laughs> just different. Like, I don't. I don't get those feelings anymore. I'm like, I feel like, I feel like, you know, a drink doesn't even have any effect on me. It just makes me a little bit tired. It doesn't really, <laughs> you know, but it, it's, it's interesting how, yeah, how our, our feel good feelings can change and evolve. And that's a thing we are allowed to change and evolve and, and we have permission to change and evolve. And that's part of growth. That's part of being an artist. Like an artist is always going to grow. A human is always going to grow if you give yourself permission. Sometimes we don't we don't want to because because the growth can be scary. Um, it's again, it's a vulnerability, right? Yeah, we are hearted territory. Challenging is always scary. Always scary. No matter how you apply it, uncharted territory is uncharted. <laughs> exactly. And now let's talk about scary because you get up on stage and do your poetry in front of like hundreds and hundreds of people tell us (laughs) I enjoy I enjoy performing and um, Mm -hmm. to answer what you said earlier yeah whenever you want I would yeah I don't I love to perform a a piece um Mm. 
that mm-hmm. that's not see because like I'm sure everyone has different hangups so like performing actually wasn't one of my hangups <laughs> which is like wait but wouldn't that be you know well, me more so like writing like from the aspect of me that's the most feminine that's the most vulnerable mm. letting letting her voice because um, mm. you know I, I'm more fire and so I guess because I'm resonate with that more I'm mm-hmm. I'm more comfortable with that voice but the more the one that's not fiery the one that's more subtle and soft you know like that's what's so amazing about you know the yin power the feminine like is the subtlety and, mm. and so that that beautiful more soft more subtleness that's where my vulnerability comes in but wow. yeah performing I I love to perform that that's I that's why I wanted to act because I knew that I was born to perform so I thought it was acting but I never liked actually acting even in my acting classes I just wanted to like be myself and act <laughs> and you, you know like, I I love the art of acting I have so much respect for it but um but now I know that it wasn't acting I wanted to do and that actually was quite you know um that was definitely a catalyst in my life but that was um that wasn't as fun for me as how actors actors should enjoy more acting and that wasn't as fun for me playing someone else Mm -hmm. because that's what acting is you play so Mm -hmm. For me, when it was like stressful and not fun at all, and I'm like, but this is what I want to do. Really, there mm-hmm. was just this need to perform and it, it was me trying to find the outlet for it. So for me, when I perform my poetry, that's like, ah, it fits. Mm, I love that. And it's just, yeah, it is a perfect fit. I mean, I think it's incredible. And, and you've, written, you've, have a, you've written a book and you're, you have a new book coming out. I do, Ceremony. Ooh, do you want to share just a little bit about that? Yeah, so I was supposed to have already come out with it, but life got in the way. So now I'm sharing it on CreateSpace Amazon with uh, mm-hmm. in September. I'm so excited for it, though, because kind of because of the delay is almost because I care too much about it. And then I was like, no, like, just write another book. It's okay. So, mm-hmm. so ceremony, mm-hmm. is, ceremony is my child. I, I love it. And the energy into it is that of a mother to a child. Oh, yes. Yes, I understand. Yeah, you put your, I mean, you know, we put our love and support when we write, you know, anything that's like art that you're creating, that you're birthing, it is a birth. It it definitely is a birth, a creative birth. And um, that's so exciting. Well, I'm definitely going to put your link below so people can find you. Uh, you know, thank you so much for coming on. And is there anything else you'd like to share, you know, uh, to follow up with what we started talking about? Like, when you're not feeling supported by the universe, when you feel like your bubble has been burst, you know, where do you go from there? Okay, yes. Let's see. Okay. I think we should go from there for finding the sweet spot between us being happy and pursuing our passion and letting that inspire us rather than drain us Mm. taking a deep breath on that one (laughs) i mean that's divine perfection really inspiration and like 
and making sure that what you're doing is inspiring you. And if you need to take a break and do something else, that's fine too. But um, keep following, you know, the path of of joy and happiness. And, and you know, you'll, you'll find the clues because it's like, you're going to feel excited when you're writing your poetry. You're going to feel excited when you're making your music. You're going to feel that spark. And, um, and again, you're not doing it for anyone. You're not doing it to be trendy or cool. You're doing it because you, you freaking need to do it. And it's, it's a soul expression of you. Um, and you want to share that expression of you. So thank you for that beautiful reminder. This has been such a great, inspiring conversation with you, Sarah. So happy to have you on. And to our listeners, thank you for joining us. We love you, appreciate you, and encourage you to to express yourself fully. This is your life and your time in the world. So much love. Until next time, this is Radha. Thank <laughs> you.